Welcome to the Journal Hijabi podcast. I'm your host, Sirin, and here we're all about elevating the voices of hijabi women in mainstream media through authentic storytelling. Without further ado, let's begin the episode. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Assalamu alaikum, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Muslima Podcast. I'm so excited to have Serene with me. Serene, welcome to the podcast and tell us about yourself. Thank you for having me on here. I'm so honored to be your guest today. For those who don't know me, my name is Serene. I am the daughter of Palestinian immigrants. I was born and raised in the heart of Texas and recently graduated with a Bachelor's of Social Work from the University of Texas at Arlington. And currently, I work as a full time refugee case manager and in my free time I host episodes for my podcast journal hijabi amazing thank you so much for sharing serene um we are two fellow podcasters we met on instagram so i'm so happy to have you uh today we're going to be talking about your own personal journey with hijab as well as your own podcast journal hijabi by the way make sure to go check that out i'll tag it in the show notes as well as on instagram so serene you started hijab over nine years ago so tell me all about how that decision was made so i have like a crazy random story of the hijab and it's weird kind of seeing that it was like nine years ago or over nine years ago that I made that decision in high school but to really think about and talk about like the very first memory of the hijab would be even before I worn it of kind of being surrounded by my mom and the community and people overseas and cousins like already wearing the hijab and I think that's kind of like the first exposure that every Muslim woman gets about the hijab, whether that be in her community, her household, at the mosque. For me, it was, you know, I mean, I think it's like in the back of every Muslim woman's mind, kind of the day that she puts on her hijab, like when she grows up and everything. So for me, I made the decision and came to terms with it. My 
sophomore year of high school and it was like very random and the thing is like I, I always say like my hijab story is random but to be honest I think every Muslim girl's like hijab like the moment she puts them it is going to be random because there's never going to be like that right time or that designated minute or day that okay this is the day I put on the hijab it just kind of like snaps and so that's what happened to me my last week of sophomore year i kind of just woke up it was like on a friday so you know alhamdulillah it was like on a jama'ah that i decided to wear the hijab so and i don't even think that i told my mom that day that's crazy maybe i don't i don't really remember i think i told them like the night before but i kind of wanted it just to be like a fun experience um and actually, like a week before, I kind of experimented with it. So during lunch, I would like, I would bring like a scarf with me in high school. And so I would like go to the bathroom and then try it on and look in the mirror and just kind of have like that pre-test, pre-jitters. And I think that really helped me do it because I knew that a couple days later, like I was going to have it on. Yeah, like I put it on during lunch um, and then kind of went down and I did feel like I instantly felt like the stares and like the tension of like pre-hijab, post-hijab. And so like those feelings really prepared me for what's to come in the coming days. And so, yeah, it was like Friday morning. I woke up. I chose like an olive green hijab. I don't know why. I walked to my bus stop and that was kind of the first moment where people kind of saw me wearing the hijab was like the bus stop and the people and the driver. It was such a fun day. Like it was such a fun Friday. I got off the bus. My friends saw me and like everyone was, everyone was congratulating me. My teachers were shocked <laughs> and confused because like the day before I just, you know, walked walked into class without hijab and then the next day I'm wearing like an olive green hijab on my head. They have no idea what's going on but you know they didn't, thank god they didn't like ask questions or make it weird. I guess they just like looked at me but like they didn't say anything like they just kept going on with the lecture. But yeah that's basically my hijab story. I just put it on and um, yeah and after that a lot of my friends also like gained the courage to also put it on so I kind of started like this wave of a lot of hijabis in our high school like putting it on together and like making it a fun experiment experience um, so yeah that 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 was the decision and, and that's my story. Thank you so much for sharing. That was a beautiful story. And you're right. Like everyone's story is a little bit random. There's not going to be like that perfect day and that perfect moment. We just have to go for it. Um, and I'm so glad that you um, decided to do that. I also wanted to mention that you have an episode that's all about like how to ask a hijabi questions about her hijab and not to just like put her on the spot randomly and to ask your questions with empathy. So I'm glad that none of your teachers at your school kind of like made comments or asked questions or like made a big deal about it because that's really the way to go you should always have like empathy when like asking a hijabi you shouldn't just like put her on the spot just because she's visibly muslim so yeah thank you so much for sharing um i wanted to ask in the years that you've been wearing hijab do you have any reflections to share that's a good question reflections of like wearing the hijab i would say and i also kind of spoke with this in the most recent episode that i recorded in kind of describing the hijab journey or like reflections as an emotional roller coaster so like the hijab has like its ups and downs in the roller coaster it can go straight it can go down it can go up it can go in a circle and upside down and so 
that's kind of been my reflections for the hijab. Some days are awesome, some days I honestly forget that I'm a hijabi and that I have a hijab on my head. And then some days I feel really inspired about it and like beautiful in it. And then some days like passionate about it that I want to record an episode. So throughout all these years, I would just say it's been a roller coaster, like in a good way. Um, and yeah, nothing, nothing but like gratitude for the hijab. Mashallah, thank you so much. Yeah, I definitely agree with the roller coaster thing. It's never going to be like a plateau where your faith stays the same and your feelings stay the same. Everything kind of changes, um, you know, like everything goes up and down, up and down, all over the place. But it's part of the ride. I know that both me and you started podcasts in the pandemic, um, in the heart of it in 2020. Um, and I think it's so cool that I'm interviewing a fellow podcaster. So tell me the story of how you were inspired to start Journal Hijabi and how that went. Yeah, so again, like with the random things, like I'm such a random person and like I, it was at night, it was like 1am and it was like the week before they kind of like announced like there's a virus going on and like the pandemic. So it wasn't like it was started like sort of before it it wasn't started like during it or started because like oh you know i had free time and it was like the pandemic let's start a podcast which is what seems to be like everyone's story but it was like 1 a.m at night and i came across this ad a hijabi was in it and so it was like for elf makeup and it was like an insta story ad and I don't think I've ever seen like a hijabi kind of like in that way like she was like smiling happy having fun in the ad kind of playing with the makeup wearing Doc Martens and I was like this really like struck something in me and made me feel so creative that night and I just instantly wanted to create something that amplified that experience I wanted it again I wanted to see more of it and I wanted to feel that way more profoundly and so in the days coming and weeks and stuff it it turned into a podcast called journal hijabi and so yeah that's kind of how it was born and and kind of what um what made me start it during the pandemic and so after that you know i just wanted it to be something new fun exciting casual conversational um and kind of focused on like the society and culture aspect of the hijab and really just asking like each Muslim woman her hijab story and then also keeping in mind that not every Muslim woman's hijab story is the same and not every Muslim woman's hijab story is going to be a good one you know with some stories it can be you know such an experience for that woman it can be traumatic it could be confusing and so just kind of keeping in mind that perspective and like those stories moving forward that's kind of like how I wanted to shape the podcast so yeah definitely you know Muslim women are the people who inspired me to create this podcast and like creating that space for it and then also you know being struck by that ad um and really that's what developed my inspiration and, and started this project and, and centering it around the hijab and Muslim women Mashallah, that's like amazing, like that the ad just kind of struck you and able to like feel inspired to be creative in your own way. I love your podcast. It's amazing, mashallah. And I'm so glad that you are still continuing to produce episodes. So in these past two years, I'm sure podcasting, you know, you've experimented with different types of episodes, different types of you know interviewing, solo episodes, you know, 
you've done all sorts of different things. I'm sure podcasting has opened new doors for you. So throughout this journey, what have you learned and what have been the ups and downs? Yeah, so kind of like in the beginning, you know, when you don't have any like technical experience or kind of working in the media field, it can kind of be like a punch in the face, you know, you just like have to figure out everything on your own and um so it's definitely like been a journey in the beginning like getting that figured out and like publishing the episode and like editing it and starting it but I wouldn't really call it like the downside I kind of see like the struggles as like lessons and so that made me more like I guess technic technically more competent with those skills And so I definitely see that as an up and a lesson. But I would say, you know, kind of like running it as like a one person like solo show because usually podcasts have like co-hosts. So it's kind of like I had to take on that responsibility, you know, of the, the creative outlet that I created and like taking that responsibility of, okay, I'm in charge. It's a solo show. It's up to me to really keep this podcast up and running and going and in kind of base it off of my passions in the beginning you know it's just up to me there's no one to tell me or to direct me or to manage it but I think over the years and months of publishing each episode I've been like better at it and I've learned more every time so at the end of each episode I'll be like okay I like the way I did this or I can change this here or I can add this and then like kind of moving forward you know it's been like two plus years and I think I'm really getting the hang of it so you know just all in all I think it's really been up for me and I learned so much and after every episode I get to network and connect with different women yeah I'm so grateful for for that experience absolutely I definitely relate to a lot of what you're saying like it's definitely learning something new every episode and networking and meeting new people um I know both of our demographics we're both looking to talk to other Muslim women with yours being more of a focus on the hijab and mine being more of a focus on like um, community impact so I think that's really cool thank you so much for sharing so my last question for you today that I ask at the end of every episode is what is one piece of advice that you have for the young Muslimas listening to this podcast yeah I would definitely say just be yourself At the end of the day, I think Muslim women, especially in America, because, you know, not there, you're not, you're not going to like see a lot of other hijabis, like depending on where you go, like it might be rare to just be yourself. And like, even in that moment, like if you get stares or you feel tension, like especially here in Texas, a lot of my friends, they kind of feel self-conscious about the hijab because it's like a southern state and like we do get people stare at us like going to texas roadhouse it just feels like out of place but just be yourself you know at the end of the day it's yours just take authority of your hijab i think the main piece of advice i would give to muslimas take authority of your hijab take control it's yours and it only belongs to you and so you choose the way to feel about it no one else does Absolutely. That was powerful advice, Serene. That was powerful. <laughs> What a beautiful way to end this episode. Thank you so much for being here.
Thank you for tuning in and spending this time listening to this episode. If you could take one second to support this podcast by sharing it and leaving an honest review, it would mean so much to me and help us to reach many different audiences to spread our stories about the hijab. Until next time, never forget the power of being a hijabi. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Thanks for reaching the end of the episode. We hope you learned something new about the women who wear the hijab. You can watch the recorded video of this episode on YouTube at Journal Hijabi. And be sure to follow our Instagram at Journal Hijabi to stay updated on all things hijabi and help spread our stories. Until next time, never forget the power of being a hijabi.